Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. What I want to say is what I like is after we've had a really strong episode five, Rampage, I feel episode six keeps the same level of strength going forward. I think it's the best back-to-back episodes we've had so far in this season. Episode six is called Decommission. And we get a few, once again, we get some cameos in episode six. And we get the droids. The yep. um, attack droids, the Roger, yeah. Roger, <laughs> that are absolutely useless still in every <laughs> shape or form. Like, always. Always. But I mean, going into episode six of this one, what's, did you like episode six as much as five or did, what, did it sit level for you? Or, you know, where were your kind of thoughts when it came to uh, the episode decommissioned? So again, yeah another kind of action-packed episode which was really cool and i really liked the fact that they brought back the you know the sisters the martez sisters rafa and trace from um clone wars from the final series of clone wars that's you know as as that's the only season i've watched of clone wars i was like oh my god like they're back in you know (laughs) i understand that reference (laughs) i know these people i know Um, these people i watched that season (laughs) yeah and uh, you know at first i was a bit like that is them i think you know um but then kind of, you know, it's confirmed and that, yeah, that was kind of exciting as well. I thought that was quite interesting. Um, and again, brings another level of intrigue in a way, because towards the end of the episode, you know, they're also in connection with someone and it's not revealed who they're in connection with. Um, and I've been kind of looking at articles online and wondering, you know, who, who, who it might be. I mean, there's, you know, talk of being Saul Guerrero or, I mean, I was thinking it could be Ahsoka Tano, you know, because of their connection with her. But, um, yeah, I don't know, you know. But, again, you know, two great characters that in the, the final series of The Clone Wars were, you know, really, really cool and, and created a great storyline for those episodes that they were in. Um, and, yeah, you know, like, and the fact that they became part of the Star Wars universe and they had their own missions and, their sort of uh, their drives. It's it's not really surprising that they're being brought back to the Bad Batch, obviously, uh, because they are animated characters, and this is an animated show kind of carrying straight on from the Clone Wars. So, you know, they're obviously still around and still doing their missions. Um, but yeah, again, you know, like the fact that we now have like Sid as a character, as more of a central character leading the Bad Batch, and then they're encountering these other kind of these groups which will connect them to other places within the Star Wars universe. I you know, I mean, we've talked about this before and how they're kind of mapping out this sort of Star Wars network in a way, you know, that you have these characters which are, you know, at, at various points in timelines kind of coming in and out. And, yeah, and I think with with these two, with the two sisters, that they will be characters who will provide some interesting uh, directions for the series to go in, I think, uh, because they're already clearly connected to other missions going on and whatnot. And I mean, you know, that's the thing with someone like Fennec Shand, they kind of brought her in in a way which in a kind of good way, but like, you know, 
still limited and not as in depth. Whereas I think with the sisters, there's like more that we can go into with them uh, in terms of the writing and the story. So, you know, I was quite excited. So um, yeah, and, and as I said, it was another action-packed episode um, with you know some 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 droids. Uh, um, and yeah, you know, it, it, again, continuing on. So it, I mean, what did you think? What was your kind of opinion of the whole thing? I liked the whole, uh, as we spoke before, there was a very good, in episode five from Rampage, there's a very good action sequence that pretty much takes up a large portion of the second half of the episode. And I feel, I mean, I just want more of these sequences. I know we've had uh, flutters of them in the previous episodes, but I feel they really highlight the scope of the show in the best possible way, watching these Akron action sequences play out because obviously you can get away with so much more in an action sequence in um, animation than you can in real life so and it's like notorious for the bad batch i feel and it's i you know i like the bad batch and i like all the characters but at the same time it's the best part of them i feel is seeing them in the field of battle and seeing them play out that you know playing out to all of their strengths and seeing that side of them more we obviously are getting into, and I very much feel the Bad Batch is not going to be a limited series. We're probably going to get four or five seasons of this because, you know, when you put Star Wars animation and you put it together with Dave Filoni, it's only really a hit across the Star Wars fan base. And because it's going out on Disney Plus and its own platform, I think it's pressures to be able to perform is is nowhere near what the pressures would have been previously. And we got six, seven seasons out of the Clone Wars and four yeah. or five seasons or so out of the other animated series, the Rebels. So I feel we're going to live with these characters for quite a while, which is going to be great. But at the same time, I'm like, I'm always like, I just want to, I want to see them kicking ass because, you know, yeah. that's what, elevates them that's what they're all their unique abilities when it all comes together they form this like one hell of a, a unit and you kind of get to see that play out in the best possible way when they're put in these sticky situations and yeah. that's one of the things that i really loved about episode six is it probably puts them in their most sticky situation since yeah. Yeah. or um since they're like I don't know. The battle with Crosshairs wasn't too... I don't think they were too close to being defeated there. Mm. But this one, um, and like with the inclusion of the sisters, I love that element as well. I was hoping you were going to pick up on that, having seen the last season of uh, <laughs> The Clone Wars. But once again, it's like two great characters to bring in. Yeah. That they're really adding, like we've seen over the past couple of episodes, I really feel the one thing that is working so well... It's the tone is slightly more serious in the in the last two episodes, which is working really well for it. And the extra characters that are bringing in, I think it's just working very, very seamless. They're not forgettable characters. They're interesting characters. They're characters you want to live more with to learn more about. And I feel now, now we're getting into it. And I really hope the next few episodes is just going to continue this path. Mm. Yeah, and actually, like, with this um, setup as well, uh, you know, it's on Corellia, I believe, which is also, you know, it's a, it's featured in Solo, I believe. Yeah, um, I think so. I believe and, so. 
Yeah, and and this is the thing, you know, you still have these. <laughs> I feel as if they can't really help themselves with these story beats to like have to connect them to something previous in Star Wars, um, which you, remember, you know, right? You remember this? <laughs> yeah, exactly. And like, and that's the thing. It is fun, but sometimes I feel like. They don't have to rely on them too much. I mean, ultimately, you know, it's a universe that they can explore. So they can, you know, I, I would be happy if they, you know, started making up some new planets and, and creatures and whatnot. But I think with the great thing with this episode is whilst they, they go back to a familiar location, they do it in a new and kind of exciting way. Um, and yeah, I agree with you that, you know, there's, again, some great kind of points of intrigue and action in this episode. And, you know, even like, you know, there was a the part where, you know, Omega's, about to get eaten by the sort of lava crunching machine and i thought that was like you know a really cool point and and looked and i mean it's animated well and just kind of written well and, and pretty cool with the sisters as well to kind of i like how that relationship that omega kind of has with them at first where it's like they're sort of standing off against each other and by the end of it they're like helping and you know sort of teaming up and because you know once I, I mean, once I recognized the sisters, I wanted them to team up. You know, I didn't want them to kind of become another, like, you know, enemy for the Bad Batch. It was like, oh, yeah, you know, like, here we go. It's kind of picking up from the Clone Wars. And and, and, and you have these two separate characters as well, in, in no, groups of characters uh, in the Clone Wars. And now for them to kind of come together under this sort of, in this new galaxy and, and new empire, um, I think it's interesting. And, and again, and that was another thing as well with this episode that I hinted at that, Actually, the Empire, now that they are established and they've taken out the Jedi, you know, they, they talk about how things are changing. And I think Sid mentions that, you know, under the Empire, it's, it's the galaxy's changing. Things are becoming harder. And, and, and I think she was also relied upon by the Jedi for, you know, her expertise and stuff. So clearly she's also like perhaps a character that um, the Empire would want to get their hands on. Um, and, you know, and this is kind of one of the things that we've, we've said about like, to the credit of these of these uh, series that operate in these kind of these timelines between the films, that there's so much um, story and context to be explored, and exactly you know what changes the Empire did instill in in, um, in the galaxy, and, and how they did it, and how it affected the characters. Um, so that's what I'm liking about the Bad Batch is that they're exploring these kind of contextual changes and just highlighting like. The, the maneuvers and, and we've already had this you know earlier in the series with you know Tarkin and um and Maul and, and whatnot you know uh, also coming in and out so it's it's <clears throat> yeah I think you know it'll be interesting to see um yeah exactly what they reveal about the galaxy uh throughout this 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 season really and and, and the things that have changed and you know and who the major players are really um so yeah, and I, you know, um, and with characters like Sid as well. I, I, one of the, one of the things I kind of enjoyed at the beginning of the episode as well is, is it revealing how deadly she is with that with that crossbow or with the the, the bow and arrow as well. So that was a, a cool element, and and I, it kind of sets up a lot of these things without you know throughout throughout the episode where it's like you know it it, it feels like it's going to be you know, kind of an easy ride or whatnot, but then it just descends into like loads of, you know, action. Um, and yeah, and so it's, we'll have to see, I suppose, you know, in terms of, uh, um, yeah, how, how it'll go on from the series with, with the kind of characters that they're bringing in and out. And 
I suppose there's going to be like a, a fairly big reckoning kind of at one point with the fact that you've got Fennec Shand and the Bad Batch and Crosshair and the Sisters and Sid and Jabba the Hutt perhaps coming home. I mean, they're already stacking a lot of characters here. Um, and this is only episode six. Uh, how many episodes are there in total? Is it 12, did you say? I want to say it's 12 or 13. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah, halfway through and we've already got like loads of kind of familiar and newer characters as well that are you know all playing their part and yeah we'll see how it's gonna kind of i don't know because you know the the, the series started with a massive battle so is it going to end with a massive battle you know and who's the battle even going to be between you know this is the, the kind of points of of intrigue that I, i'm kind of looking forward to really um and you know as as we've said like the action already in these two episodes is already proving to be pretty cool and and, and quite enjoyable so yeah down the line it should be uh even more so, really. I feel very much, as, especially what you were saying on the character of Sid, I feel Sid so far, in my eyes, is your is your little masterstroke of the series so far. That character adds so much to yeah. just the format also, or the, the beats of the show and how it's going forward from episode to episode now and how the story is playing out. And because of that connection as well with Jabba, it, it, it just adds really interesting couple of layers to the overall story Sib was at one point a character that was probably very helpful to the Jedi and now can be very helpful to the Empire because her knowledge but are the Empire going to catch her or use her or bribe her or you know blackmail her or whatever we don't know yet what side would she fall on if if there was a big battle at the end, that's something else we don't know. Or, or maybe she just falls on her side. Yeah, absolutely. It, all that benefits her. But I, f- I feel that character should need highlighting because I'm, I'm very interested and intrigued as to where that character goes in the next episodes that are following this and where she kind of fits in with the background story because I feel, like I said, that character only adds weight and it adds gold in terms of storytelling to the Bad Batch's overall arc. So more of that character is going to be, but like you were saying, they're stacking them up. We've got quite a plethora of characters now, and I feel we're probably going to get a couple more before we kind of wrap this thing. And if we're only hitting halfway, that is a lot of content. You know, that's effectively a movie worth of content still to come. But are we going to get in the last episode, what we got in the first episode, we literally near enough got a feature length yeah. episode for the first episode over an hour. So, if we, if we can get that again, then that's a really big thing to kind of finalize. And sometimes you actually think, like we're saying, we're stacking up all these characters, and with the storyline, I feel now getting its true arc and like truly embedding itself, and you've got something more to cling on to, I would say. Mm that you almost feel that that is the type of time that would be required to finish this season off. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, and I completely agree that, like, you know, with Sid as a, a character, like, she adds a lot of depth. And I feel that, I feel that, you know, down the line, because she, what's interesting about her is that she's kind of morally dubious. You know, you're not really sure, like, what side she serves except for herself at the moment. And that, I think, will make for interesting storytelling down the line where it's like, essentially, she, she might, you know, because of her kind of standing and, and knowledge, really, uh, and connections that, you know, she might um, 
you know, <laughs> prove to kind of screw them over later on and then, or save them uh, either way. So, yeah, I, I you know, I, I like those characters in the Star Wars universe because I think the more that we get these kind of, and that's what the great thing about these series is really, especially the Star Wars ones, that they don't, not everything is so black and white and like good and bad and that you get actually a lot of kind of gray area. Um, and, and, and that gray area I think makes for interesting storytelling because then it's just uncertain. You don't know what direction things are going to go in. Um, and I think, you know, with, with someone like Filoni, you know, with, you know, I mean, from what you've told me about Clone Wars and stuff like that, and then having watched the last kind of season of Clone Wars and those unexpected turns that characters like, I mean, like Darth Maul or, you know, uh, Commander Rex or anyone that they kind of take and you're like, oh my God, you know, it's actually quite surprising and intriguing. So yeah, the gray areas where, you know, <laughs> where, you know, some really interesting uh, kind of moments are born really. So yeah, if they can, can continue that with the characters and obviously, you know, as, as we said, you know, having the sisters kind of back into the fold and, um, and then of course with the Empire still like hot on their heels uh, through like Crosshair. Um, what, exactly, like you don't really know what the story's going to provide and, and I think that's quite, that's, you know, if, if they continue to just make great episodes like this with like action and, and, and great characters and, not having to rely too much on the Star Wars universe already, because I think they, there's so much that they can like create for themselves as well. Um, and you know, as we've always said, you know, Filoni, dude knows his his shit. You know, he's really just like you know so in depth that yeah, I just hope that he's able to you know really go original and 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 create something you know somewhat new to the Star Wars universe really. So yeah, there's a you know I, I think. The good thing is, I think we can both agree on that these two previous episodes have like given us a lot more promise than kind of episode four and three. That it's, it feels like it's going to be a, a good watch kind of going forwards. Hopefully, well, you know, fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fingers crossed. But you're right. Uh, the past two episodes have really uh, have kind of taken it to that next level, which I really feel it needed to go to. Um, but also, I mean, there's one thing that um, which I've just remembered now because I've got it playing on in the background. Uh, it's Wrecker's um, head injury. Oh, yeah. His head is getting worse, and that was obviously a big element. Are we going to have another crosshair on our hands because he mm. starts doing the lines of every good soldier follows orders? Mm. Uh, so his like inhibitor trip, chip is obviously trying to break through and do what all the other ones did when Order 66 was given. So once again, that's another really intriguing storyline. Like, are, are we going to get to a point where Wrecker's not fully one way or the other, but there might be some conflict within him, especially when it comes down to it, when it comes down to the big battles, he might briefly cyber cross here and then not realize what he's doing and then go the other way or flip but that is a very intriguing little it's almost like a little time bomb you're throwing into the middle of the main story to kind of see what happens there and it's not just him as well it's also like the rest of the guys the rest of the team yeah. um and you know whether the bad batch you know because <laughs> this is the thing is that we don't really know what happens to the bad batch you know once we kind of get to like you know a, a new hope let's say that like by that point so are they eliminated or are they kind of just transitioned back into the, you know, into the clone army is just they're reprogrammed, just put in as like kind of, you know, into the giant kind of anonymous army that is, you know, of the empire. Um, 
because that would be like a really sad ending in a way like a really tragic ending if like they kind of had all this individualism and then all of a sudden they just have to well they reprogram and fall back in line with all the other clones and this one of of this sort of faceless army um so yeah it's it's uh, yeah that's a, that's a, a, a yeah you're right it's, it's a really interesting little time bomb that they've added in and uh yeah we'll have to see where, where it goes you know also i have to say another one last kind of well, one of my final thoughts Omega's cross uh, bow, like electric bow, is really cool, <laughs> and I really want something <laughs> like that. Like, just really epic how she's like firing off shots and just. It seems kind of pointless in a way because it's like you know you've got a, a laser weapon like when you put a trigger on it, it's like way less effort for this kid to be like you know firing but like you know laser bolts off. But it also just looks really cool. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I, I, I like that we're like, how can we make another cool ver- a cool weapon using light? Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> at the start, and it's just like, well, I mean, the lightsaber's just a sword at the yeah. end of the day, so just go to the most basic weapons and add that element to them, and then suddenly you've got really cool weapons. And, and give it to a really weak kid to use, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Which what we're hoping, obviously, if we're going to have like a, a prodigy by the end of it, and she's going to be just like taking down whole armies with this one singular bow, just in a really cool way, in a in like a um, Hunger Games way. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. The, the Robin Hood of Star Wars, you know. <laughs> the Robin Hood of Star Wars. Yeah, that's what I develop into. That's, that's yeah, exactly. Yeah. Full on sheriff of Nottingham. Yeah, um, stealing from the Empire and giving to the rebels. You know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think we've got all the characters in there, so we should be we should be absolutely fine with there. But yes, definitely, I think for us both, um, where we sit on these episodes is they've re-energized us in terms of the storytelling. Not that the other episodes weren't good; they were enjoyable, but they didn't. I don't feel have the depth that we seem to have obtained over the past forty-five minutes to fifty minutes of these two episodes combined. Um, so that's a really intriguing thing to say and overall I think we're just excited to see where it goes next Hi guys, thanks for listening to another episode of Jedi Order Podcast. Don't forget to like, comment and subscribe and may the force be with you.